Hey everybody, my name is Chris. This is the Extra Normal Podcast. I'm supposed to be going as Kristoff. I screwed that up. Alongside me is Trick or Treat. That's my new name. Your name your name is Trick or Treat. For the month of October. That's your new name. Okay, Trick or Treat. Can we call you Miss Treat? Whatever you do. Don't call me Trixie. Okay. I don't know what that is. How you been? <laughs> Good. How are you? Wait, who's Trixie? Is that is <laughs> oh, that a no, reference? It is for like uh, just Trixie sounds like a that. like a lady who works at like a diner somewhere, like Trixie. That's what that sounds like to me, but I don't know. Who could say? We are back. We are here. It is officially the month of October. And before we start, before we go forward, I have to recant one of my statements I made. I think in the previous episode, or maybe two episodes ago, but I openly and very proudly stated that Halloween haunt rules and that it is better than uh universal and all that fun stuff i think i might need to take that back at this point because we went we did it we i know you lied to everybody and now they they wasted their money you guys bought your tickets it's it's fine bamboozled it's fine it was just was we went i think i think this is what happened because i work in a lot of theater my whole life and so like I think the first show, there's a series of events that you have to like kind of work through. And so looking at Halloween Haunt, if you were to look at it in a theatrical point, you know, it's like they ran through the mazes, you know, I'm sure they had their friends and family do a whole thing before the actual opening night happened. What are you, what, what are you doing? Leave me alone. <laughs> it's flipped over. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I... <laughs> And I feel like, I feel like that's, it was just like getting out all the kinks. And so unfortunately a first night sometimes sucks because there's so many things like there wasn't enough scares in certain parts of the mazes where there should have been and just like little things. But all in all, the mazes too was kind of like the same old thing. I'm always looking as a professional makeup artist, like, like I'm always looking for really cool makeup to get really inspired. And I just wasn't inspired um, somebody told me that uh, Horror Nights is supposed to be really good because I've been disappointed by Horror Nights in the past. Um, if anybody knows of any great, like, spooky events and things to do, please um, leave it on our YouTube. Write it down in the comments if you're watching us live. Um, and that actually gets us. me to it. So, if by the way, I always forget to, but make sure you like, subscribe, follow, yes. all that stuff. We're on Twitch, tw- t- Twitter, tw- 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 all the tests. TikTok, YouTube, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, provide a comment if you know any. I mean, and I know inevitably a lot of people are going to be like, do the 13th floor and sign a waiver. Right. I don't know if I'm doing that. I don't want someone. I don't want someone touching me. I don't I don't want it. I, I, like, I, don't, I don't feel like it. Just I don't feel do like it. Seems if, annoying. If we got a big group to go and yeah. do it together, I might be interested in going. Okay. We could, I mean, we could do it. I just know, but I, if I know somebody, for fact, if anybody's been, please again, comment, like if you're like watching us live um, or email us, um, if you guys have been like, give us some tips and tricks. Cause I have heard from people that they'll straight up like cut your hair. And that's like my, my that. one big issue being a professional cosmetologist is like, don't fucking touch my hair. 
Why would I pay someone to give me a bad haircut? So I think what I would do is I would wear a cheap wig. But I mean, again, like they could rip it off like because you sign a waiver. So so I don't like I'm I'm like torn because like part of me like like wants to do it because I feel like. Well, it's, it's part of the the rush, but I don't want. I don't. I don't know what to expect, and I I that's the whole thing with with Halloween haunt. It's like that shit scares the fuck out of me, but at the same time, I'm, I kind of like gravitate towards it because it's it just seems really fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's you know like for that kind of stuff. Like I like a little bit of campiness. I don't yeah. like when they're like, no, this shit's gonna be serious. Like, right? I don't want to be fucking serious. I don't want to pay someone to be fucking serious. I don't want to be fake waterboarded. No, thank you. I'm not going to pay you to do that. I'm not going to pay you for that. You do it on your own time. Um, so yeah, that's we, we're we're going to fill up some more Halloween activities. But we the the lawn is full of our shit, our Halloween shit. It's fully decored. Mm-hmm. We have all our our fun. We just put up Freddy today, and he's he's yeah. a joy. We got the. I don't know if you all had seen the um, from Lowe's when Lowe's like back in fucking August. They had some really fucking cool Halloween decor, and, and they had a giant Freddy that talks, and he's like animatronic, and he's moving, sure. and his his fingers move with his like spikes. Uh, it's really cool. So um, I'll share it in my stories too. So yeah. See. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty. I really like our decorations this year. I think we did okay. I mean, I think we always do a pretty good job, but I feel like yeah. Really One thing we don't have in the lawn is vampires. Um, which is a real shame. We I wish we we had a couple of vampires because we're actually we're in the mood for vampires. Last episode we talked about Elizabeth Bathory and mm-hmm. Enrique Marti um, as like the real life vampires. I guess the the most like serial killer ish like reality version of vampires. Right. Now we're gonna get into the lore and mythology of vampires. Yes. Every single society, like it seems like for the most part, has some vampire myth. Some life force, usually in the form of blood, kind of, kind of uh, some entity, most of the time undead, sometimes living, mm-hmm. um, that will s- suck the blood out of you, suck the life force out of you, all that good stuff. Um, so what were you able to, you want to be up? You want to sure. be up to tea? Sure. Hold on. Hope you're up to I par. I took my notes, to everybody. You did. You took paper notes, so, like lady. So just before we get into my, my notes. Um, like for me personally, I really like corn. Just kidding. <laughs> How you did it? That that meme is done. You it's can't done. do that. Um, because I always use that ago. word though for me. So every time I think of it now, I'm like, for oh my me? god, that's because you're a Cali um, girl. For me, for me, and I always say um, like because I'm a Cali boy. I say like way too. Anyway, much. shut up. So it's like too much. Like <laughs> <laughs> you got caught. Like. I did it again. I love the idea of the romanticized vampires of the 18th century. When I got into vampires, it was, you know, that era, you know, of New Orleans. And there's just something about it that, that, you know, really, really drew me to it. You know, the Anne Rice stories and um, interview with the vampire in the 90s, like great movies came out that were vampire-esque and so i that's the idea of the vampire that i've always been drawn to um but you know i wanted to go like deeper and further and and look at folklore and mythology 
and true legends of um, true events that that happened in history because I had never really researched it. It was always like I always people are gonna think I'm crazy, but I always thought that vampires were real. So let's start. I can barely read my writings because it's so fucking dim in here. Um, in my studies about vampires, I really wanted to get to the roots and origin stories. So I thought the best place to start was with the natives and all of their beliefs. And, you know, it's interesting because different, like, places that I was reading and searching, um, majority of natives don't believe in vampires. So that whole, like, um, (laughs) movie Twilight, that was never really truly based on actual, like, the history of, of um, natives believing in vampires. They did, although though they did believe that there was a, a tribe, the Hopi tribe, they believed in more of like the, like their, it was like a priest or a sorcerer who on an event accidentally um, victimized like one of his um, patients, if you will. Um, and, um, but instead, he, he fed off of their fear and anguish. So there's this this when when I've been looking throughout history, there's this thing that coincides with vampires, the bloodsuckers, um, but also known as um, stealing your essence. Like they they can take your essence of life. And you've seen that in some vampire movies. Um, where they're more telepathic, like where they're psychic. And so there's this whole other element to the vampires other than I want to suck your blood, you know? And, and so it's, it's really fascinating because in different stories in, in history, some of them don't suck blood at all. It's more like they suck your essence, which is funny. Cause like watching, um, what's the, the, the reality vampire show, um, oh, the fake one? What we yeah, do in yeah, the shadows? Yeah, um, what we do in the shadows. Uh, there's the the energy. <laughs> the energy. That is what. That is a brilliant so, piece of writing so because we all know it's it's hilarious. Them. But at the same time, like the, like that's supposed to be like the essence. Like they're sucking the energy out of you. So it's it's like obviously fictional in the show, but in reality, in a sense. They're sucking the essence out of you, so whatever. The, the correlation there. I just, when I was doing the research, it just made me laugh a little bit because I thought of that. Um, so that was the, in in maybe, I don't know, in, in your studies or if anybody watching us live, anybody wants to, um, who's listening to this on our podcast, um, if they want to email us. When I was doing, you know, my research, I couldn't find any other native um, that believed in the blood-sucking vampire. The only story I could get was from the Hopi that... Um, they believed in um, this one situation where they suck the essence out of out of somebody because of their fear and anguish. Um, yeah, and, and, I know. Well, I know skinwalkers are a big thing in, in Native American culture, which is like a this shape shifting, which gets a little bit to Bram Stoker's. But I think you're, yeah, I think that's right. That amongst the Native American, uh, that would be the it's only, a little harder to find vampires. Yeah, they did. Well, not all of them, but there was one, and I'm going to totally mess up their name. Please, like, don't don't be offended. Like, I love Native culture and history. It's a lot of it's that just was hard. A lot it's just hard for me to um, prepping for a fuck pronounce. Up. Here we go. Um, the the Kulet. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I'm I'm trying. I hope that's right. Um, if, if not, 
the Culet okay. tribe, they believe that they were descendants of wolves um, that were changed into man. And I thought that was like really fascinating mm. and beautiful. And, and I would like doing that research, I was like, gosh, I, I would love to meet somebody of that tribe and to just really, because you know what, with, with um, natives, they don't really, I mean, there are, you know, documentation, but they like to um, tell stories um, and it's all in their, in their brains and brought down from generation to generation. So I just would love to talk to a native of, about that because I just think it's, it's so beautiful. Um, question. So coming back, you know, like research, da, 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 like um, stories that we've heard along the way. And, you know, I, I would like, you know, like our people's opinion also. Do you think uh, the Chupacabra is a vampire? Uh, but by definition, yeah, because it's like yeah. a famous bloodsucker. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because that's what it does. It, it sucks the blood of goats, right? Isn't that the, the legend of the Chupacabra? Is they basically are like little like vampire foxes or weasels or yeah. whatever. I mean, it would just make sense that, yeah. that they're considered. So when people say that vampires vampires aren't real like there's there you go you know i mean obviously but is a chupacabra real that's the question we have to answer on another episode <laughs> i don't know i honestly like with the chupacabra think? like do you i think the chupacabra is real my default is to be very skeptical but i haven't done admittedly i haven't done the most amount besides seeing like folklore stuff stories, on like yeah. shows and youtube and stuff like that i haven't like done the deepest dive on chupacabra i've watched like some documentaries i've seen that, some where stuff they, but where they've found like the animal parts and and um just things where you're just like that like like no species can do that like you know so i believe that they're real i truly do okay well so, but i also believe like human um or maybe once human vampires are real also mm. yeah that's that's uh that's interesting with the native american thing let's travel over to europe because europe is you said that there's not much like lore and belief in um vampires in native america but in europe it is all over the place most cultures have a name for vampires including upir which which they think might have actually been one of the first especially in like Slavic areas, the first reported uh, vampire of, of the vampire ilk in, in, in Russia in 1029. So they were all over the place. <laughs> they think that the words, uh, you know, you, you'll hear Strogir and Strogos a lot. Um, that actually is, um, originates from the Roman word for vampire, which was Strogus, Strogus, Str- I think it's Strogus. Oh, that's Roman? That sounds German. Uh, it's Roman. Well, German is Latin. Latin is Latin. Technically. Technically. Um, so it's all over the place. There is, you know, Uparina, Upibira, all kinds of, of vampire lore is floating around in Europe. Um, I had heard um, in Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia was the first origin story of the vampires. Like when, when you've traced back, yes, they're all over the world, but that is the oldest story was in Mesopotamia. Yeah, and there, there even, I mean, there's even stories in Asia. I was looking, you were laughing because I was on the tail end of it. I was re, re-upping on my research for uh, the Malaysian vampire uh, called the Penangal. Did you, what, what did you hear out of that? 
Penangal? Penangal. Penangalan, I think, actually. Sorry. Penangal and Penangalan are, are the two. Gal? You didn't hear anything? No. So this is a Malaysian uh, vampire myth where the they believe that this vampire is a, is like it's a ghost, it's a spirit. It's not mm-hmm. it's not Vlad Dracula <laughs> hanging out in a castle. It's kind of more ethereal. Um, and they believe that it preys on on children and pregnant women and that it comes in the middle of the night and it, its head will remove itself. So its head its heads will its head will detach from its ghostly body mm-hmm. and it'll open wide and suck out the essence of the uh, poor victim. And they also think that the only way to destroy this fucking thing is to break glass. Well, you don't have to break glass there. You have to have broken glass handy if you need it and throw it down its throat. That's the what? only way. So I don't know if there's in Malaysia, there's a, someone who is of Malaysian descent who maybe or someone who lived there can tell me whether yeah. um, there's any families who are hardcore enough to like carry or have a broken glass at their bedside. I don't think it's that far, but um it's crazy that's that's an intense vampire myth and a lot of right in my digging i noticed that a lot of the vampires so just dispelling a myth purely dispelling a myth we all see modern day vampires as your your draculas as your twilights as you know all the what we do in the shadows but a lot of these these older vampire myths these things were beastly and they were hairy mm-hmm. and they were crude and they were dronish and they were dumb. And the, there's, there's varying levels of intelligence. There's varying levels of decay. But this whole Bram Stoker version of, of Dracula is really just it's it's a work of fiction. Like there's no real other than the fact that Vlad the Impaler and Elizabeth Bathory were monsters and they were obsessed with blood. There's not real. It's not really based at, in in a lot of it, he took a lot of piecemealed a lot of stuff but there's no there's no mythology where there's this this victorian fucking ghost this this royal ghost that's it floating makes up me there. sad because that's 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 my vampire let's talk about the fact so there's vampires are not just like they always think of um vampires as the undead they're not just the undead live there's living vampires in the in some mythology um, really? Yes. In some, it's it's just people who are. It's almost like a curse or something like that. Oh, Another God. thing to dispel. I'm just gonna start breaking dreams here. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> the whole mythology of being bit in the neck. It's not really a thing in, in lore. The, okay. Apparently, in a lot of lores, the vampires would go straight for the fucking chest, which makes sense. If you're a vampire, I mean, I know the jugular is going to give you a lot of blood, but also there's a heart right, right in the middle. Right. You get past those rib cages, you're 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 all set. That's all yeah. great. You're in a gravy train at that point. <laughs> so that's that's another that's one I have to dispel, and I apologize about that. Um, the ways people would fight off vampires, mm-hmm. um, not a ton of Bram Stoker stuff. There's no stakes. So. There's precautionary stakes, but nobody there's no there's no reported cases of someone actually getting staked while they're alive or undead or whatever while they're attacking. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of times it'd be precautionary. Yeah. <sighs> did you did you see any ways on, on can we give so if if that person's looking for advice on how to kill a vampire, let's let them know a few tips in mythology. Um your stakes, 
uh, not so much. Yeah. Um, I, the only like true, true, true. Um, and this goes, this goes back to, sorry, let me, can I get into this? Cause it, it correlates with that. Sure. Um, so like I had was saying like the ever first quote unquote documented, um, vampire was supposed to be in Mesopotamia 6,000 years ago. And they were known as the Edumo. Um, they were known not only to suck blood, like but also from New York. Edema, huh? Edema, yeah. Edema doesn't. They could also take the essence of life. Um, it is said that Edema's Ed, Ed, how do you how do you pronounce that? Edemus, 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 Edemusal, Edemus. I would say Edemus. The Edemus. Not to. Edema. This town needs an Edema. Hey. Um, the Eddie, Ed, how do you say it? <laughs> <laughs> you say it. You say vampires. You say it however you want to. Make it just feel. Edemus. I would say Edemus. Edemus. Don't say Edemus because um, it, it just it sounds like Edemus. Okay. They would say they would come to life. This is okay. This is, I never I never heard this, but this totally sounds like folklore and their weird um, superstitions that the let's just call them vampires. The vampires would come to life when a funeral was not done properly. It's anger from you messing up their their customs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what would bring them Real back to life. For, for or steps. and also they say that they they would come back to life um, if they died like a, a brutal death. And it's funny because the first thing I thought like of the crow? was the crow. Yes, like the movie the, the crow. First thing I thought was like, oh my god, the crow. Like okay, and then they go sometimes that, can business I and and you know move on. Some of these myths, some of these ancient myths, sound like they were they were like ingested some fucking bad mushrooms mm-hmm. and they really got mm-hmm. on a fun trip and were just like, yeah. what if, what if you like fucked up the funeral and then it came back for revenge? Like it's that kind of shit. Like yeah, it's, it's wet. It's magical. I love but, it. But not only did like there's a bear. The Edemus, Edemus, Edemus. Just call them Eddies because it sounds like enemas. We can't get over this. I can't. Okay. I'm gonna. Hear I want to say their call them Their names. Properly by mom, just call them vampires. Um, uh, they not only did they Dem attack. Vampires. It's funny because like it almost seems like the family had like it was their own superstitions that were worried about the vampires coming, like their family member coming back as a vampire to kill them. But they also were known not to kill just the people who prepared the funeral improperly. Mm-hmm. They also, you know, were just vicious and and would just suck anything that was alive. Um, and also take their essence. Um, I know a few people would just suck anything that's alive. Um, that's crazy, and that's that's actually a recurrent recurring thing. Is that like a lot of the a lot of the mythology? So we think of Dracula as like this this guy who attacks strangers. Like he's like a he's a sexy predator. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, a lot of vampire myths are centered around families and neighbors being attacked like it's vampires in, in lore in a lot of different places they don't really go for strangers it's like yeah they, they go attack family members which correlates to a theory that you know that is probably pretty pretty standard but like that i have that i could tell you later on why it's it's always centered on family and neighbors um but yeah sorry i interrupted you oh, no, no, i'm almost getting to back to your 
your we're gonna get there cue of we're gonna of land like the how plane. you how do you stop a vampire which i thought this was really interesting so um people also portrayed these demons um with wings demons. while others say they were walking corpses um corpses. So, also sometimes moving shadows or even rushed winds and that's where the correlation of shape-shifting i feel like comes in um uh legends on how to protect yourself here we go so archaeologists um had found um the un they they said hold on from the, these creatures archaeologists have unearthed a number of spirit bowls many cauldrons let's just call them that which were said to offer protection against the undead these small bowls were made of clay and inscribed with powerful spells. So, to me, it's a mini cauldron. I love a good mini cauldron. Yeah. Oh, especially when you're not like so, you don't have the appetite for the that, full cauldron. You want something so, smaller. So, like you said, you don't want to feel so sleepy all the theories, afterwards. like with the stakes, we've heard with the um, uh, uh, garlic, we've heard, but that's one I haven't heard, and that's probably the most one. accurate. Yeah, and uh, well, also garlic. I think garlic is one of those things that Bram Stoker took because there was garlic myths, right. and one of the reasons why they think that it's it was prevalent is because they there was theories that like anything pungent, anything fucking yeah. that sm- smelled really strong would ward off vampires. And who knows when when these sorcerers were mixing in their cauldrons their formula, maybe. There was some garlic used. There was, and for sure, it's it's been noted so. that people would use garlic to yeah. to ward off. So yeah, so it makes vampires, that makes sense. I, I, you know, that sort of thing. And there's also like the the whole like you know the, one of the most infamous things for for good old Vlad was a cross mm-hmm. that a cross would also yeah. ward off a vampire, and that mm-hmm. makes sense, it, especially if you consider the time when it was like. If you had anything, a lot of the a lot of the solution was just either to bloodlet him or pray pray it away. Yeah. So like there it was just like one of those things where you you carried across to to ward off any evil because vampires were were synonymous and believed to be you know linked with demons and demonology and stuff like that. So that was a natural way. Um, but the reason why there's not a lot of ways to kill a vampire. A lot of like theories and mythology and stuff is because they didn't. There was not a lot of. There's not a lot of tales of people okay. running into vampires walking down the streets. A lot of it was when they would dig up a body, and the body didn't wasn't decomposed enough, or the body was in a weird shape, or the liver was white, or there was this thing where it didn't look like. So you you. You buried good old Fred, and you came two months down the road, and he didn't look at, as decomposed as you thought he would be, or his liver was white, or he still had blood in his system. They would just dub him a vampire, and so that would cause, and in a lot of it was hysteria to prepare for that during burials and stuff like that. Um, so a lot of it was that, and kind of alluding to what I said, a lot of the ways they would prepare for this is they would fucking. Right as they buried them, they would fucking stake their fucking heart. Mm-hmm. They would. Um, we saw recently the story about they found the lady with the fucking mm-hmm. like cleaver that was pouring. 
Another thing they did, I don't know if you saw this, but they would also, which it, it made me smile so much. They would, apparently the, the word on the street about vampires is that they are, they are like, they have OCD basically. So what people would do is if they buried someone, they're like, oh, Fred was a little weird. And a lot of times, <laughs> if someone was dubbed a vampire while they were living, they either had some poor medical condition or they were a little strange. Yeah. That was that was probably the reality of it. But if they thought they were a vampire, they would like they would either put little like objects, a bunch of little rocks and stuff like that, or they would put like a thousand knots buried with them. Because the theory was that vampires couldn't move on and leave the grave until they like sorted out their rocks or untied all the knots. Oh my so, god, I never heard that. Legit, they so heard that. that's, that's like there was a lot so of theories crazy. that vampires were basically busybodies. <laughs> <laughs> that they were like, I have to do this. I have to. I know I got to get my cousin, but before I do that, I have to untie all these knots. So they would do that. They would bury him in all kinds of ways. Um, one of the most famous. I don't know if you have you ever heard of Mercy Brown. Mm-mm. So one of the most infamous ways to that where a vampire was dealt with uh, after the was there was a there was a there was a Brown family who lived in Rhode Island in 1892, right, right there in New England. Um, this is this if this sounds familiar with hysteria. I mean, so what I was saying is Mercy, Mercy Brown, the Brown family in Rhode Island in 1892. Um, it's Something about fucking that area, the northeast of New England, with the fucking witch scare and the vampire scare. Like, there was a real fucking... They were superstitious motherfuckers in that area. So, But anyways, in Rhode Island, uh, George and Mary Brown were, the, were, the, were the, uh, the mother and father of this big family. They all started coming out with tuberculosis, which was consumption, which actually led to a lot of theories about people thinking they're vampires. Because one of the things with tuberculosis... Is you would cough, and as you got more sick, you'd start coughing up blood. Mm-hmm. So you're sick as a fucking dog, and they're like vampire. You're like motherfucker, <laughs> I'm dying here, mm-hmm. which they called consumption at the time. Which is it makes it sound slightly less, uh, slightly less scary when you call it consumption. But it would kill. There would tuberculosis sounds was, very serious though. Was fucking bad, right? And so the first one to pass away um, was. Uh, Mary Brown, the the mother of the family, um, and she she passed away, um, and all the other kids started dying. One of the kids who started dying was by the name of Mercy Brown. And as they they all started dying, there was I think there's very few kids, if not just one kid. Um, let me grab his name, Edwin. Yeah, Edwin Brown. Sorry, sorry for that delay. But Edwin Brown. So everybody died, including Mercy Brown at the age of 19. And she was the daughter of Mary and George. Well, George was still around, right? And all his kids, except for Edwin, basically were all dead. And so the the town, the neighbors and friends and family and stuff started convincing George that it might have been a vampire. And he was he was reluctant. He was very reluctant at first. But then they convinced him, you know, like, this could be a vampire. This was part of a scare that was happening around this time. And so he decided ultimately to exhume his wife and all his past children. And everybody, including Mary, looked like they they looked like they've been sitting in a grave for a while, right? Um, and at this point, it's been two months since since Mercy's passing, Mercy Brown, who again died at nineteen. They exhumed her, 
How corpse. old were all their kids? She was only 19. She was only 19. They were young. I, th- I forget how many kids actually passed away, but I, there was there was a few that passed away. She was 19, um, but they, they were all young. Edwin was very young, too. And Edwin was coming down with tuberculosis at this time. And so they were trying to figure something out to save Edwin. And they exhumed Mercy Brown's body. And when they did that, they found that she wasn't de- decomposed to their satisfaction. And they found blood in her veins still at that time. So what they decided to do, and a bit of paranoia, because they automatically, they, they dubbed Mercy a vampire at that point. His mm-hmm. George, Mercy's dad, decided to declare his own daughter a vampire. And so to remedy that, one of the ways that you also, too, I forgot to mention, one of the ways that you would get rid of a vampire was burning. More than a stake, the, actually one of the most frequent ways to, to rid yourself of a vampire was to burn the body, right? Especially mm-hmm. the heart. The heart was key. You had to burn the fucking heart. So what he did is he burned her heart, and he, and he, and he mixed it in with some water and made it tonic, and he fed it to Edwin, his son, as a way to cure him of his consumption, tuberculosis, one and the same at that time, but they called it consumption. So Edwin was fed a tonic of his own sister to help cure him from tuberculosis. Wait, no, his own mother. His own sister. Sister, okay. So Mary Mary was the mom, and Mary was fine. Like She was was crumbling in good measure, like they were happy. Um, and one of the theories, by the way, is that Mercy was so intact because they fucking, they buried her during winter in an above ground mausoleum. So she was just like a, like, I hate to be so crude, but she was like a popsicle. So everything mm-hmm. was kind of, it was almost not a mummification, but it was a preservation yeah. thing. It's um, like when you go to a funeral. like When, when you like go to grandma, a funeral when or when you. Died, when I touched her in the open casket. She was cold to the touch, but that's because she was just, she's an ice cube. She's frozen. Her face, her yeah. face was stiff. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's because she's dead. And like, well, yeah, but also she's been frozen. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, again, sorry to be so crude, but it's like whenever you have chicken that's going bad, the first thing they tell you to do, if you don't eat it by then, such and such date, freeze it. Freeze it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it'll make it go much longer. If you don't, if you leave it out, it's going to turn into a, a an Ed Gein experiment or a Jeffrey Dahmer. I've been watching the Jeffrey Dahmer series. Without me. Sorry. Um, it's hard during lunch, but it's a good series. I think it's good. I know there's some controversy, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. Um, I've heard only good things. I've heard great things, and I've also heard controversy over how they portray him. Anyways, as, as he's, they try to portray him almost. It's more artsy, that's why, right? Not even artsy. They, they try to portray Jeffrey Dahmer as almost like a... Um, I feel like they're trying to make it's him almost a sympathetic figure. Like he was yeah. the way he was deranged yeah. and it's not his people, fault. Because yeah, he people was... on, on TikTok were, were talking more about like how he, like you are a product of what your parents, it's it's you mimic what your parents are. It's your, your parents need to like, it's it all stems from them. You know? It stems partially, but again, it's right. like. If you're fucking got a screw loose, like, like shit. There is. You know, plenty of people who's uh, like a spoiler alert. If the mom has substance abuse problems, right, um, and the dad is a little tougher, but that was dads during that time. And and ma, like there's there's people who grew up with moms who had substance abuse, and they didn't turn out to be serial killers. Thank you. Um, Someone just said awesome show. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate appreciate it. that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but anyway, so, so yeah, that's Jeffrey Dahmer. That's we we should yeah. get into. We're, we're well, gonna do an episode. Stop on, fucking watching the series without on GF. Do you want to watch the series and we'll do an episode on Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. Okay, you're gonna get creeped out. He's icky. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody can beat um, Ed Gein. I think I Jeffrey. Well, you think Jeffrey Dahmer ooh, beats Ed Gein? Ooh. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. It's a does close. anybody beg to differ? Do you, okay. Does anybody know about Ed Gein? If you if you do, okay. please. I, I need to know. I, I need to know. I think Ed Gein wins. I think you're right. But Thank Jeffrey you. Dahmer was up there. Do, really? do, you, do like, you know okay, like like top, all like of Jeff Dahmer? I, he ate people, right? Y- yeah. but he, like, I mean, that's, I, that's, that's bad. But I that'll don't put know. you on the list. I don't know. Because there's women that eat their own placenta... To preserve. I don't know where we're going with this analogy, but so it's scary. So, me. <laughs> I'm frightened. At the end of the, <laughs> so I could eat my husband. <laughs> okay, I have a I have a question for everybody. Off, we're going on a tangent because that's what we that's fucking always the, do. That's the episodes. <clears throat> there was a movie I watched. I don't fucking remember it. It's the thing it's from the 80s, and I just remember people died and, and it fell. They the plane crashed and and people were alive, but then oh, people yeah. froze to death. And they ate their butt cheeks because that's the fattiest part. Um, because there was no food. Would you now? Right now, you could easily say I would not eat the booty or any part of. But would you eat? But that if ass? you are in that moment, like all shit can change. Like you have to put yourself in that perspective. It's hard to even fathom that. But I will be honest with you. I probably eat a little bit of that booty because I'm going to survive. I have a child. I'm going to do whatever it takes because I am a fighter. So, but the, here's the I'm thing. not saying that I'm fucking. I I understand where Dahmer comes from. Whatever, but <laughs> but if I got to eat the butt, but I know he had the choice. He, he had a grocery eat. store around yeah. the corner. <laughs> so, but what I'm saying is Ed Gein takes cake uh-huh. for me because because. I ain't going to be wearing people's masks, uh, faces, masks. I'm not going to dress up in, in them as a as an outfit and skin. Oh, Ed Gein was like, yeah. I yeah, like, I, a... I just, and I think even looking at pictures of him, I look like Dahmer. I don't know why, like he's not as freaky. Ed Gein, his, like Google him, everybody right this second. Jeff Dahmer's his, freaky. His fucking eyes, like, ooh, like, yeah. there's nothing there. And that's just like. That's that's where I go. Um, oh yeah. wait, somebody knows the name of the movie. Alive. Oh. I looked it up. Oh yeah, alive. There we go. Got it. Hey. We got it. Um. So yeah. Anyways, Edwin died two weeks after drinking his own sister. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> like two weeks. Going back to our segue. Because it doesn't oh. fucking work. So, well, because he wasn't really a vampire. If if he if he was a vampire, no, Mercy was supposed to be a vampire. No, I know, but I'm saying if this whole like, could you theory. imagine being George? Fucking George, you're convinced by your neighbors. George, like, could uh, you imagine having the fucking being convinced by your neighbors to dig up your family and then feeding it to your kid and being wrong? Could you imagine that kind of fucking? Crow but, you got to eat, that humbleness you got to eat after that? Yeah, but when you're, like, Jurassic Times call for drastic measures. Jurassic you're, Times? Jurassic Park Times. hmm <laughs> But you think... <laughs> like, I feel like you're so, you a lot of so desperate 
I'm sure he's for your child's life. Again, like these are all like like now that I'm a mom, the things that I think about, shit that I would never do. But if it's to save my life and and there's potential, they think like even if I know it's not going to happen, like I'm going to take that risk. Yeah. But then I would also, I think for me, I would also feel like, well, what if that killed him? Even, you know, faster. I don't know. It might have. And the it, thing it, too, it here's the, the yeah, it, it's, it's, it, and at that time he was probably like, oh yeah, the vampire got my son too. It, the right. vampire cure didn't work or whatever. Um, That's probably, and that gets to me what I, a lot of the, the, the theories around mm-hmm. why these vampire mythologies always center around the, it inflicting friends and neighbors after the grave of the, whoever right. the, supposed vampires mm-hmm. is because they didn't have any fucking clue about disease. Of course, if there's tubercul- tuberculosis going around, the family and neighbors and friends are going to be getting it. Right. Like it's natural for that to happen. So it's like, like COVID you hear like, like family gatherings, like that's, that's, that's how it is. And so I think this, like this whole vampire mythology was them not understanding fucking disease. And they were like, Oh my God, like mercy died and mercy gave her like was sucking the life force out of my other son. But it's really like, no mercy gave your other son tuberculosis. Yeah. Like that's, it's like, it's one of those things where they had no idea how to comprehend how their whole family was going down. And so they had to blame something and they couldn't blame science. Um, so they had to start blaming their family members out of paranoia. Um, so wild. Yeah. I don't know. I would eat a human. Know, did you know um, I had I doing research? I'm never kidding. never heard this. You would eat a human. Uh, it, well, I think drastic w- measures. I think w- like it depends. To, I think who did I marry? The real question oh is not would you eat another human if you absolutely had to. It's like where where is your threshold? Right? Is it after you eat your cat? Is it one week after you stop mm-hmm. eating on on the on the trail of of, of ice? Is it two weeks? Is it right before you die? Like that's the measure. If you're like, what is it? You can if you, you run out live, of. I know you after like three days you'll die from water, but yeah, you can do like 30, 28, 28, 28 days. days. So if you like, if you're if we're on a trail together, and and we run out of cliff bars, <laughs> and you say, "Let's we gotta we gotta so one of us has to die to save the other." I'm like, what the fuck are you mm-hmm. talking about? How about we just take turns, chop off half of our arms? Okay, and then got it. Just not. Got it. So if we're elbows. if we run out of cliff bars on a two hour trail, we'll just start chopping off each other's arms. That seems sensible. Yeah, we did it. We figured it out, do? everybody. That's what you do, what right? would you? What would you do? Hey, have you guys heard throughout Asia? I didn't know this that vampires are mostly portrayed as female. Mm. Um, sexist. Just kidding. Why is that sexist? Um, that's if no, anything. Just, that's, yeah, no, the, that's beautiful. That's in that's beautiful. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, they would prey off of like villages and the vampires were known to live in the center of the village and they would remain youthful and beautiful while all of the other people living in their village grew old. Um, they were known as the Fox women or the tiger women. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. I think I pulled up another story. Let's see if this is good. We're gonna live. We're gonna live a, a story that I, I wrote down. Um, in 1776, there was a prosperous Exeter farmer by the name of Stukley. What is a fucking Exeter farmer? Hold on. 
Derailing uh, 101. How to derail a conversation. What is an exeter farmer? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Exeter farmer. I don't know. He was a fucking farmer. I don't know what that fucking is. You guys are crazy. Who cares? Oh. <laughs> cut that anyways. <laughs> fucking asshole. Um, he, so some guy named Stookley, he was a... Who was a farmer in 1776? Where, who, who's Stukely? Where is he from? Is that, with a name like that, I gotta know what country he's from. Is it like Sweden? Uh, I think is he in, Dutch. I, I think he was from America, I believe. Stukely. 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 Let's just go with the Spookly. Anyways, Sorry. of unknown from so inter- as they say in wrestling before. from parts beyond. <laughs> One night, this father of fourteen. Oh my god. Father of fourteen. I'm exhausted with one child. Oh Jesus! Well, at that point, you just—they're just all—they're taking care of themselves, and they're all expendable at that point. Um, Every child is precious. I'm just kidding. The prophetic, uh, you know, one night this father of fourteen has a disturbing dream in which half of the trees in his orchard die. Right? So he has this dream: half Mm -hmm. of his trees are dead. Mm The prophetic nature of the dream starts to become clear when his eldest daughter, Sarah, quickly becomes ill and passes away from consumption, tuberculosis, a consumption as they called it. After the burial, the health of another daughter begins to deteriorate in the same way. However, things have take a strange turn when this girl claims that the departed Sarah is visiting her every night. So, this other the the the, the other daughter is claiming that Sarah is visiting her. after. So Sarah is gone at this point, but Sarah is visiting her. During these encounters, Sarah causes her extreme pain by sitting on some part of her body. After his second daughter dies, so she passes away after reporting seeing Sarah, four more of Stookley's children then pass away. Desperation sets in when Stookley's wife and another son both start experiencing Sarah's visitation. So now it's it's not only... It's not only the 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 sister of Sarah saying it. Now it's another kid and and Stookley's wife. At this point, people become suspicious of the dead. Neighbors assist in exhuming the six deceased family members in order to examine the bodies for telltale signs. The remains all appear to be in normal state of decay except for Sarah's. So this sounds eerily familiar, right? Mm-hmm. Sarah was the first to die. Although she was the first to die, her body is preserved unlike the others. The neighbors observe that the eyes are open. The hair and fingernails appear to have grown, and fl- fresh blood is found within the heart. Familiar, right? This proves to them that Sarah was the cause of the others' deaths. To end this threat, they then cut out the heart and burden it on rocks. Afterwards, the corpse are all reinterred. Although Stokely's wife recovers, his son is too ill and thus becomes the seventh and final victim. So there's some there's some speculation that that maybe this story was a little bit made up and it was sensationalized and it was so these sound familiar. So there was a real scare of when tuberculosis hit and consumption hit that it like there was a bad seed, there was a bad kid who became a vampire, and that's why they. They thought this, and so this was a reoccurring theme. Um, Interesting. Do you want to know another another fact? Yeah. I have two family members who are vampires. <laughs> um, I, you want to know why? I'm I'm gonna be a nice person and not say anything, but I definitely think one 
isn't it's, so, it's an energy sucking. So vampire. there is so <laughs> maybe two of them. You got to stop it. <laughs> so there's a there's a there is a myth, a Greek myth of a Kalikansaros, Kalikansaros. Mm-hmm. Where they think wherein they think that anybody who was born after Christmas but before New Year's when they die they become a vampire. <laughs> So I have t- I have two vampires in my fucking family. Oh my god, that's funny. my my brother and my dad. That are both is vampires. oh gosh, I just I love like these old superstitions. It's, it's so it's random, fucking hysterical. Could you imagine being the poor fucker who got born on those days? Oh like, oh fuck, everybody's gonna call me a vampire. It's not gonna it's not gonna be cool, guys. It's not gonna be cool. So I was looking for like. Like biblically, if there was like anything like Lily, everybody's about, gonna like, bring up Lily vampires. Lily, um, not Lily. No, I, no, I didn't even, I didn't even see that. Well, well, I guess technically because that's was, one of those things. She was a succubus, there. right? Or yeah. So, um, the only thing I find in both um, Judaism and Christianity was incubus and succubus, uh, which we actually did a podcast on that, which was really interesting. Um, and it was said that they just prey off of your emotions and dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. That would be the only thing that would be similar in on a religious stance. I mean, documentation that we have now. Like, was there more documentation like five hundred years ago, a hundred years ago? Probably. I definitely think things have been modified and tweaked with over the years. So who knows if they're trying to like censor. What what we see in here and and things that you mean in little, the Bible that there was yeah. like reference yeah. to vampires and that would be maybe sweet maybe and there's also too I think that I one mean, of those things is that like that interchanges because a lot of people thought that blood was was the, your essence the it was it was part yeah. of the humors it was like bloodletting was a thing yeah um, for people a very kept, long time kept blood like on their dining room counters like. We had Elizabeth Bathory who got blood <laughs> in it. Pour, poured on her lips and yeah. And I mean, bathed. in a in a sense, I mean, maybe it's not technically blood, but um, people use living organisms for their skins today, like stem cells. There's all these creams and ointments that you know. Oh, we all just vampires. The fountain of youth, and obviously, more the more money you have, the better quality you can get of this stuff. But but at the end of the day. You know that this once was a living human beings, which is kind of crazy. Always grown in a lab, possibility too, which is just as creepy. Yeah, just yeah. as creepy. Yeah. Hey, but speaking of vampires, uh, the vampire capitalism uh, crept its ugly head because I saw an article. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be an aside. Sorry for the tangent, but I had to tell you this story because it it, it made me laugh. So apparently, there's a guy who sold his mom. His mom's, he sold his mom's body, I should clarify. Oh my God. For Alzheimer's research, right? He donated, oh. <clears throat> didn't sell, sell it, sorry. A, a very big point of distinction. He did not sell it. He donated his mom's body for Alzheimer's research to help the other poor souls who end up, you know, falling prey is to Is that what Alzheimer's. she wanted? I mean, if that's what I she wanted. I think that's what she wanted. Well, that, mean, that's not the issue. Is that how she died? That's not the issue. The issue is that the company that he, that the nonprofit that he donated his mom's body for Alzheimer's research, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they turned around and sold it to, I believe, a government contractor or some, some sort like that 
for six thousand dollars. So the nonprofit sold it for six thousand. How did he find out? How did how, how I don't know how he found out, but apparently they went and you then they went on to after the the the, the company that bought the body for to six thousand. No, they didn't sell it. They used it uh, as an experiment to test blast. Like it was a blast research. So they basically so he donated his mom's body for Alzheimer's research and they sold it for $6,000 for her body to be blown up. <gasps> no. Could you imagine being oh, that that no. guy, that son? He I mean I'm sure he's getting the awesome compensation. You, so you think? He, he I think he's right. like calling his lawyer I up just like can't immediately. Even, like why the fuck do they need to blow up a body though to see like how it splats, like how it So you got to see how it splats. You got to see how it splats. Oh what my would you, God. What would be the threshold if I were passed away? Hopefully long. You probably would want that. Like, you're the type of guy that would be like. I don't know if like, I'd want it. You'd be like, yeah, you can do that to my body after. What What would be the dollar amount it would take, though, for you to sell my body off to? I would not do that. What if they're like. If you wanted it for like. We'll give you Jeff for, Bezos. For <laughs> diabetes research, yes. Like. But no. Like, I, like, and if I found out they were doing some shit, you know, I would be suing some asses. But if that's what you genuinely wanted, like, what if I, it like, were? It would be hard for me because I would want to go and like I'm so old fashioned. Like I know everybody's like, oh, I just want to be cremated. It's it's less expensive, blah blah. But I'm I'm old fashioned in the sense where I want to go and visit. God forbid, you know, like it, you died. Like I want to go and visit you. Would I you go and and have a picnic? You know, and 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 talk to you and talk. You know, I don't know. I know. I, I, that's just how I feel. That's all good. I like that. That's romantic. I love it. But would you, if I were to decide that I wanted to Do to that? donate my body I would to, it. to like, can I cut off your your hand and have it cremated or something? No, but that's not what I want to do. I want to tell you what I want to do with my what? body now. What? I want it to be donated to a company that was is willing to go fly it over like the Himalaya, like the uh, what's the famous one that hikers go over. Um, some some tough uh some tough mountainous climb in the snow and just drop my body over there so that if you know people get hungry and they're starving they oh could my eat my God, body stop. they could eat my ass don't, don't. <laughs> would you do that if i said that if i gave clearance on that are you allowed to do that no <laughs> no <laughs> Why what, the fuck would I do that? What company would do that? I mean, sure. <laughs> there's got to be. Well, there's. I mean, there's probably like. I would say no, regardless. Even if some fucking wild company actually did that, I would say no, just because I would be more <clears throat> to fight. <laughs> no, not even. I would be more worried that like it wouldn't even go to like a human. Probably some animal would be like, yeah. Yeah, I'd be fought yeah. it for some mountain goat or some that, bullshit. That's yeah, you wouldn't even go to like. What animals a, live a that high up in the mountain? I'd be plane I'd, that crashed in that area. Oh man, I could we get eaten by penguins. Fucking yeti. Yeah, I could be yeti food. Yeti and spaghetti. I love it. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeti, the yeti be eating your spaghetti. My innards, <laughs> my innards. Oh, we gotta do. We have it. Still haven't done an episode on. Fucking Bigfoot and Yetis we did and all Yeti? that shit. Well, we did. Do we do Yeti? Well, I I, can't I remember came anything. up with the idea that 
the story we did of the Russian um, backpackers. Oh, you had this, the Diet Loft's Pass. You thought maybe it was a Yeti. Yeah. I, I, I think the way that they were talking about this creature, like Feature that was, creature. that it had these, it had powers and it was very strong. Um, something like they'd never seen before. I, I definitely um, speculate it could have been a Yeti. Yeah, it could have been. It very well could have been. Hey, so this has been an episode of Extra Normal Podcast. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We, I mean, there's still vampire stuff to talk about. We didn't cover the basis. We're probably going to move on to a different subject, but we might revisit this. I like this. I think, I mean, I, I, I'm happy with what we talked about because I, I feel like... ecstatic. I mean, do I want to talk about Bram Stalker's, you know, like more of that style all day? Well, all that night. style is but like I hard wanted, to find. But I <laughs> wanted more origins. Mm. I, was, I was craving to know... The origin stories. So What's the real scoop on vampires? What's the real scoop? I mean, what I get out of like my research, um, they kind of sound. They got kind of all blend into the idea of being um, shapeshifters to me, and um, telepathic. They're always they blend into be fucking murky for me. Like they're just like you know it, like there was so much like dubbing fucking shit vampires or dubbing yeah. like they're just like ah like you coughed up a little blood don't go see a doctor <laughs> you're a vampire like yeah. that was the kind of like answer for all that shit it's kind of like it reminded me a little bit of like the witches it was like a bunch of bullshit like oh yeah, you're acting hysteria. this way it's you must be hysteria. a witch you're gonna die like you know yeah it's the hysteria it's, it's fear it's, and paranoia because they had no idea mm-hmm. what was going on like yeah which is why we get fear They're and paranoia. weird superstitions and you know all that bullshit. All that joy. Well, again, this has been an episode of Extra Normal Podcast. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all this stuff. You can email us. At, we're all there at, at Extra Normal Podcast. So you can email us at Extra Normal Podcast at, at gmail.com. If you are a vampire or if you uh, know a vampire. Um, <laughs> or if you just like to eat ass. You know? If you like to eat ass, give us now. This could get bad. This could get rough. Um, But thank you so much for watching and or listening. It's fine. fine. We're done. (laughs) Done.